laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Huh? We should have this person locked up and looked at. Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Mers and David Horning on this week's episode. In order to laugh, you gotta let go. Like that's that's the only way to let laughter happen. You can't eat. You see people. I've done shows where I've seen a dude try to play tough. You know what I mean? And not yeah. laugh. And it's just like, damn son, you forty, bro. Like you, like you holding in joy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing. For, I, I, there's no way for that to make sense. Yeah. You having a small aneurysm. In a, <laughs> in a public area because of what? Why? Why you won't let the laughter happen to you? What the fuck you think? It's weird. I don't know. Hey, this is David from You Can't Laugh at That. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and if you found value in any of the episodes or if you've laughed even once, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. Now, these conversations we have with all these awesome comedians typically last about two hours. So there's so much footage we have to cut from every single episode and we hate that we have to cut it and we don't want it to disappear into the ether, which is why we edit it together into exclusive clips. Some episodes, they're... 15 minutes, a half hour of extra footage. Other episodes, it's a little bit shorter. Either way, if you enjoy listening to You Can't Laugh at That, join our Patreon for exclusive access. And thanks for listening to our podcast and supporting comedy because no matter how weird times get, remember that you can laugh at that. Let's do this episode. Let's talk about it. Uh, you Can't Laugh at That, the podcast where we take topics you can't laugh at and we find ways to laugh at them in the never-ending quest to prove that anything can be funny. And anything mm. can be funny, man. Uh, the world is such a complicated place filled with double standards and stereotypes and vegan leather couches that, that are acceptable <laughs> to... To have your way with at 13. Um, and we got to find ways to laugh at them. And helping us prove that, of course, is Steve Merz. Hey, what's up? What's up, Steve? And uh, joining us from New York City is Andre D. Thompson. What's going on out there, man? What up, y'all? You can uh, you can find Andre's podcast, Slouch Theory. Uh, is that yeah. everywhere you can find podcasts? Yes, yeah, Slouch Theory is all over the place where there's people with the ears and shit. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> it's, it's a real niche audience. Oh, yeah. all of that. You got yeah. ears and you fuck with audio equipment? You go ahead and listen. <laughs> I like those graphics. Those, oh, we're good looking, bro. background looks like an old movie. Yeah. Oh, that's a picture I took and then I like did some shit, nice. made it up. Like, like, yeah, it does look like a title card from like... Uh, I, I just I just like... I imagine like synth playing. Like it's like the 80s. Uh, that pops up. Now I'm thinking of like a dark alley and it's going to be a shitty Kung Fu movie in, the, in New York City. <laughs> Slouch theory. <laughs> well, those would be the best ones. Oh, yeah. Big Trouble Little China is what's going through my mind right now. Okay. <laughs> you remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Big Trouble Little China. 
<laughs> uh, would be banned from Twitter if uh, if. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't make none of that right now. That's there's so many things that I watch or hear now from the past. I'm like, yep, can't say that. <laughs> can't do that. Can't say that. You That's say, really most of it. You can say big trouble in little China, but you can't say little trouble in big China. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah. almost the name of the movie might be racist nowadays. Right. What you mean, Trouble in China? <laughs> well, Damn, you know, we're, we're getting into Shane Gillis territory here. Laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Andre, man, uh, you've been on The Tonight Show. Yeah. You've uh, been on the Music Choice Network interviewing mm-hmm. all sorts of artists. You got a uh, interest and a uh, passion for music, too. Uh, passion for music? Interest, because you know what it is. I don't want to sound like I do music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then fucking lie my way into the world of people who really create and do music. I don't do none of that. I appreciate it. I really yeah. love it. I enjoy it. I watch it. I albums and the whole nine. But I have mm-hmm. never put no tracks down i ain't no i ain't got no bars <laughs> i i can't there's no i have this this constant like this reoccurring i don't know if it's a daydream or something but it's like a thought where at some point in my mid 30s the power of rap is just going to be bestowed upon me i'm going to just <laughs> i don't know like maybe 34 and then just start being able to fucking I, 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 out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I really believe that. I don't know it. Between 33, 34, I'm going to just have bars. I can't explain it where it's going to come from, but I'm going to have them. Instrumental will come on and you, all of a sudden you just start spitting. I'm going to turn. It's going to be t- 11.59. I'm talking regular. And then, you know, music is going on. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, nah, Dave. And then 12, uh. As I said, <laughs> I'm going to just have it. And just gonna be like, where did this come from? I'm like, I don't fucking know, but it's gonna rhyme when I say it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not yet. Rhyme, son. All that <laughs> shit gonna rhyme. Hey man, if you get the vaccine, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> See, I don't know if they're gonna try to take my rap away from me in the vax. I gotta oh. get through the, the non-rap vax. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's got any flow after the vax. What so, oh, that would be a terrible world. <laughs> Just a bunch of six nine rappers. <laughs> can rhyme anything. People are flipping uh, through Dr. Seuss. Like, what's like I don't uh, get I can't rhyme uh, these like the cat in the hot. The cat in the hot. <laughs> <laughs> what? I felt like this had rhythm at some point, but it's I don't want that to go down. But yeah, the music shit, I just like, you know, love it. I'm a fan of it. Just that's really it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You can still you can still be a fan and have a passion for for it, you know. Um, but don't passion mean that you like partake, like you try to, you know, get involved. Yeah. It depends. I, I, there's varying degrees of passion. Because I feel like I was, I would say that I have. You can describe me as passionate of photography, and I, I would accept that description because I I actively pursue it. You know, like. I do things to try to contribute. You know, I try to, I have something that I could point to. But when it comes to music, all I could point to is me being like, hey, I enjoy it. And that's it. Mm. 
That's okay. like, I can't really be like, I've created anything or c- contributed to the art form or none of that. I could just name some rappers or some singers or some <laughs> artists or some mm-hmm. producers that I enjoy. And that's for right now, that's exactly where it stopped. Like you can't even go above that. Yeah. Do you, do you, is there like an emotional attachment when you're talking about uh, certain music? There's definitely emotional attachment for certain music, for certain, like, especially with rap. Like, rap, I feel, doesn't get the appreciation that it deserves because people constantly are looking at the rap that you see on radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you aren't aware of the degrees or depth that it has because it's a, it's a, art form that is based upon it's di- it's different from singing because singing you can stretch out one word for mad fucking long mm-hmm. so in doing so that like it it changes the amount of messages that can be conveyed in three to five minutes mm-hmm. because the vowels and the sounds are longer so most songs are about a singular of extremely singular topic. I love this girl, this man. Done. Mm-hmm. That's the whole song in its entirety. And that's <laughs> kind of so- all it can be like about. Like there's one rap lyric that is in my, it's in the sense of my mind. When Jay-Z said on Dear Summer, he said, a young nigga wrote his way out the hood. That line right there, it goes further. I pray that I stay out for good. But, I wrote my way out the hood. He literally had some words circulating through his mind and then he would grasp the word, put it on paper and that was a part of how we got to receive and meet a Jay-Z just from writing his way into a different scene. And So I, I often think about wrote my way out the hood being that what I do is a lot of fucking writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's just a simple sentence, but there are layers to it. Exactly. Like it's, it's, you know, you can't so say often, it literally. Yeah. You get, you get people that, you know, don't understand the culture or don't, or just don't understand. You don't even have to understand the culture to be able to see that. You just have to have, you got to actually be open-minded. Like, I feel like people say words, but don't actually understand the function use or definition of the words to 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 have an open mind to be receptive you know to you understanding your level of intelligence and that it's yours so the fact that you know something doesn't remove or negate what anybody else know or doesn't know it's shit like that whatever i don't know if i'm getting mm-hmm. off topic no, it's it's. Uh, I think that segues perfectly into the topic because there there is a lack of understanding um, when it comes to different cultures and and uh, in comedy. You know, I think we we play with that lack of understanding um, in a way that connects to uh, people from from different worlds. So you can have people uh, from the hood and then people from like an affluent suburb at the same show, and then you can make a joke. And mm-hmm. connect with both groups of people. They're both laughing. They're both sharing that connection with one another. And uh, that's that's a big reason why. Uh, number one, um, that I love comedy. 
Hell yeah. Because it, it creates that connection. Number two, uh, it's a big reason why we do this podcast. Because if we can laugh together about the same thing, um, you know, that, 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 that's way more powerful than sitting down and having like a lecture or like a, yeah. you know, like I can tell you all the education. I can tell you all the information, but that's not going to connect on the, on the, on the level where if I can make you laugh uh, and make a point at the same time, that's going to stick. And I feel like the reason why that sticks is because the whole laughing part is letting go. It's a thing of letting go in order to laugh. You got to let go. You got you got to be yeah. okay with that. Your laugh may sound weird. That that if you laugh at it, that people see you laugh at something. You're like, there's so many levels of you got to just fucking let go and laugh at it. Like that's that's the only way to let laughter happen. You can't. You see people. I've done shows where I've seen a dude try to play tough. You know what I mean? And not <laughs> yeah. laugh. And it's just like, damn son, you forty, bro. Like you. <laughs> Like you holding in joy, yeah. <laughs> it's just the dumbest thing. For, I, there's no way for that to make sense. Yeah, you having a small aneurysm in a <laughs> <laughs> in a public area because of what? Why? Why you won't let the laughter happen? See what the fuck you think? It's weird. I don't know. I see that a lot. I've been doing a lot of virtual speaking. Uh, I speak. I teach people the value of humor at work. Oh, sure. Right. Oh, so, yeah. so being able to let go and let that human side out uh, connects people faster, right? Um, at one point, I mean, I still have it there, but there's it's like a it's like a cartoon because um, I'm talking about creativity, and it's a, it's a it's a boss talking to an employee, like get in your goddamn cubicle and be creative. Like just the joke being that mm-hmm. you can't force creativity. You know, yeah. you have to allow it. And uh, immediately somebody throws in the chat on the Zoom like that is inappropriate language for a business presentation, and I'm offended. <laughs> and I'm like, you're missing that the point. Person? Yeah, like what is your life? That right, right then and there, yo. If that's happening to them there, they just let you know that they've been getting shit wrong for mad long in a bunch of other areas. Yeah. <laughs> The second you hear that shit is them going, yo, I'm wallet. (laughs) (laughs) I do not have it together. Mm -hmm. A person being like, okay, I read a thing that said you have to let creativity just happen. And they go, I'm offended. You need a hug. You need therapy. You need... You need needs. You need... Uh, there's like so yeah. much shit going on with you. You fucked yeah. up. <laughs> you fucked up out here, yo. Come take a seat. At anything. <laughs> Put the coffee down. Get you some water. You need a lot. <laughs> that person need a lot, yo. What's uh, your favorite fruit? They got to ask them some stupid shit. Like, they're gonna say get your potato. mind off of it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite fruit is a cucumber. I like. Oh man, you having a hard time with living. (laughs) I think. uh, I think what got her was was my use of the word "goddamn" uh, Uh in in that cartoon. I was just going to ask you if you cursed. I was like, it it was. I didn't say it out loud. I don't. I don't curse in my uh, my presentations for that reason because I don't want people to be distracted. That Um, also bothers me. It does because I. It it makes. I can't. I do not. I, I. I. I ain't the smartest motherfucker ever. I ain't got all the answers. However, it just seems like to me, 
if you are incapable, if you hear a curse word and that should shake your core, it could, that could like do something to you. That blows my mind. You are, are you not intelligent enough to see what the person is saying? Do you not understand the context of words? How words can elicit emotion or show emotion if you use it correct? Like all kind of shit. It's just like you heard the word damn and it blew up your world. (laughs) Yeah. There's way tougher things out here in the world than the word damn. Right. That that was my initial reaction too. It's like, what do you. And then it'd be some adults. Yeah, yeah. It'd be adults like, yo, you 53. How the fuck you make it this far without hearing the word fuck, without saying it? Mm. What are you doing? I don't trust you. Like, Like, what are you doing? Life's passing them by, that's for sure. That is crazy. They want that Handmaid's Tale world. Right. That is crazy. That's what I think fakeness is, is people not like shying away from the truth and being like... It's insane. Like, no, we're all perfect. And no, shut the fuck up. Nobody perfect. Nobody know what the fuck going on. (laughs) Everybody guessing. Yep. (laughs) Dirty language. Dirt. Dirt. Dirt is the reason we're fucking here. Dirt. <laughs> yeah. Dirt is everything. Everything we do and enjoy come from dirt. Food is dirt. Sex is dirt. Your baby come out of dirt. You we go, we die, we go back into dirt. Dirt, just accept it. Nature. Is that you need it? Yeah. That's why when somebody say, oh gosh, dang it, people be like, what the fuck? They don't even take you <laughs> serious. They they don't even feel bad for you. God dang it, my car. Gosh darn it. But if you say my fucking car, we know your car, something's up. What's up? The axle is broke. (laughs) We can talk to you now. Yeah. But gosh darn it, we're not getting shit done with gosh darn it. You gotta go outside. (laughs) Right. Go try it again with gosh darn it. I don't trust people like that. They got five people under their fucking shed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're taking out that energy on something. Yeah, there's something suppressed. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Say well, fuck. It's good for your blood pressure. Right. 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 I mean, it's this image that, you know, we try to portray ourselves as like, oh, I'm this clean. Like if you come from that background, it's like I'm this clean, upstanding citizen. I pay my taxes. I, I, you know, I contribute to society. I'm a good American. Yeah. I don't shit at all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My shit don't stink. That's the same thing. Pardon me, I have flatulence. (laughs) Oh, dear. I seem to have farted. (laughs) I seem to have broken the wind. Oh, forgive me, everyone. (laughs) Pardon me, I have to go pray the rosary for penance. (laughs) Like, hey, yo, relax. Yeah, we're trying to cope with the fact that we're not perfect, yet we're raised in a society that values perfection. And it's like, that's... That Literally, shit is a waste of time. You're gonna stress yourself to death. Waste yeah. of time. That whole perfection fuckery. Waste mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. If only people knew what goes into the behind the scenes of the people showing you the perfection, you'd be like, "Wait, what? This was what's going on the whole time? It's <laughs> yeah. bullshit, yo! Bullshit, mad bullshit, mad bullshit." Yeah, kind of yeah. like show business thing. Like, we know, like where. You- <laughs> 
you walk in, you're like, whoa, you guys just have this cardboard up and it's just like this. I thought it looks so nice on TV. But on TV? Like, Come yeah. on. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's just no, we just cut corners all the time and we're just, and it just looks nice and we make oh. it look good. That's a microcosm of the way people present themselves in public, man. See, I'm all about most of the stories that I tell are about how I fell on my face. I messed up, man. And and I find the humor in that because I find the humor in that I can now do something about it. That's why I love comedy. That's like one of the, I've got, you know, I've got my reasons, but like, that's the, that's a big one for me. It's because if I can laugh at myself, then that means I can do something about it. That's a part of like acknowledging. Yeah. So if you can acknowledge something, then you know, it's there. Then if you know something is there, that's a large place to work from versus nothing. <laughs> so let, let's apply that to, uh, to like societal uh, systemic double standards, right? Mm. Um, like, like racial double standards, uh, classes, double standards, the system we made up, like human beings came up with it, mm. which means we can do something about it, which means we can laugh about it. Mm. Um, in order to to present to the world, you know, that mirror. Like, this is, this shouldn't be the way it is. Like, you guys see that too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, that's why I think comedy has such a huge role in today's society um, to where, like, you know, but when people say it's the last bastion of free speech. Yeah, like, people are start like, I didn't, I didn't realize it. I'm, I'm slowly learning the way people view comedy is like a little different maybe than it was before. Like they put way more weight on it. They like want you to think. Oh, so I don't even know how to explain it, but it feels like it has more weight. Right. I mean, like they the want it to have more weight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about comedy in like the, in like the eighties. Yeah. you Rodney Dangerfields, you know, I mean, just, hilarious like punchy funny um but then but then at the time like comics like Pryor and and George Carlin stand out because they're talking about like life and yeah society and yeah the human experience right and and so they were a rare breed then while other comics were just like hey what do you think about this mm-hmm. <laughs> airplane food am i right wacky 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 right and then the 90s it developed a little bit more you know more and more people were getting into stand-up so you had more of those voices um and then nowadays just with with so much content and so many different angles on things um i think uh you know that's that kind of plays into that narrative of what comedy actually is. I mean, it's always served that purpose. Like even we talked about Shakespeare a minute ago, like a lot of his satires, a lot of his, uh, a lot of his plays were kind of poking holes in societal constructs, but he did it in a way because so many people were uneducated that they're laughing and not even realize they're laughing at at themselves. That's still happening though. And it's still happening. Yep. That's a, that, that idea of it's being, it's being done right in people's faces. And, they are completely unaware of it is still going on. Mm. It's still prevalent in, in, in a bunch of different ways. It's like shit's happening and people own things. The thing, the thing you think somebody owns that is not who you think owns it. It's somebody else who owns Mm -hmm. that, who owns the thing behind it. That like, there's so many like a Russian doll looking 
situations and setups and different levels of understanding the system or all kind of shit, things that go go past or beyond this, the current system, looking at how it was done in another continent, you know, at a different time. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's like that saying about, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. The same stuff been taking place mm-hmm. because, I, you know, humans are, are the same. You know, your liver has been in the same spot. Yeah. Forever. You don't have a new located liver. It ain't got no other buttons. It's the same liver, first edition. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. So the humans are the same problems because we got the same machine. And it's just like one of the things is same problems also mean same solutions too. This, I don't know if this is even related to what you're talking about, but the thing with the the it's being illegal in Georgia to give water to people that are in the line. That's being done by a person. What is in that person's <laughs> brain to go? Y'all can't get water. The water. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. When when you just go down, because humans, there really are no problems. <laughs> it's not like we deal with a third, like a like a second species that's fucking with us. It's it's just a nigga named Jeff, just a normal person. Yeah, that just don't get what life is. Don't understand how trees tree. Don't get just don't know shit. No mad book stuff and feel like they know everything because of the book stuff. Yeah. But there's like a bunch of life shit that they just don't get. Mm. (laughs) And they just operating. It's crazy. It's like, you know, we we don't want these people to vote. That's how we're gonna win. What? Be better. In in your democracy. Yeah. Be just what I'm saying. Be better. Get them to want to vote for you. In the democracy that you designed, where it, it's up to the people to decide, you go, I so here's how democracy works. <laughs> Let's do some non-democratic shit. <laughs> it's that cognitive dissonance, man. So that when you call it out, they're extra offended because they can't stand by what that's another doing. thing. People being afraid of I was like, people so badly don't want to be ignorant. And they're so afraid of being stupid that they just rather be evil and wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, bro, it's way better to just be a dumbass than to be Satan. Yeah. Just say, just be like, my fucking bad. I didn't know what the, I didn't know what I was doing. Let me just stop. <laughs> but they're like, no, nah, I, 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 I'm too far in now. And then they just dig deeper into the shit. Mm-hmm. End up hate that's it constantly killing themselves off all the time and doing all kind of shit. And it's like you can't tell that that's the problem, bro. Mm-hmm. Right. Look at your people around you. Ain't nobody happy. <laughs> that's what nobody smiling. Something got to be going wrong somewhere. Y'all doing all of this shit. Ain't nobody happy. Right. Right. There's crowds. There's thousands of people outside that are mad at you. Take you don't think you maybe made a mistake somewhere <laughs> along the way. Like one thing, you know. Take nah. your foot off the gas, yo. Nah. Yeah. Nah. And, uh, and, and, it, and it comes up in so many different ways, too. Um, 
the, the bit that stood out to me at first when I listened to the clip that you sent me uh, was, was the bit about not having healthy food in the hood. Oh yeah. <laughs> I lived, I lived in East Flatbush and it took two years for them to finally put like a healthy spot like a few blocks away from where I lived. Yeah. And, and it, and it blew my mind because you see this, this double standard of like, you know, Oh, they're, they're, uh, they're leeching off of the system. They, you know, they're not healthy. They go to the hospital, all the healthcare costs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, they don't have there's, access, there's no access to food. If the yeah. if the motherfucker is eating Skittles forever, <laughs> this is this is the shit I'm saying where it's like it's so dumb. It's just funny because they're like, I, you know how many bad decisions you're gonna make if you have two grams of sodium in your system. You know who you know who knows this shit more than anyone. The fucking hedge fund people, hedge fund managers, stock business guys. They love looking into what food does what, brain hacking and neuro hacking and all of this shit, psycho. Not. They know. They know what happens to a brain, a human brain, if you give it 70 grams of pure white sugar in the morning. They know what a circadian rhythm is. Mm. Okay, so you, you have school, wake your kid up at 6 a.m., the only sustainable food that's by the house is Skittles. So now it is 7.30 and my boy done ate 60 grams of sugar. Not even natural sugars that's attached to enzymes and minerals like fructose. No, we're talking about high-speed cocaine sugar. This is, fruit this is crack sugar. Yeah. Refined. So he now is 6 in the morning. Who the fuck in a happy-ass mood at 6 a.m.? Now you 6 a.m. You unhappy. You got 60 grams of sugar flowing through your blood. You got all kinds. The noise is going crazy. You you bound to make a bad decision. You're going to tell your teacher, shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut up. Damn. I ain't have a vegetable in two days. Oh, leave me alone. My vitamin C low. (laughs) <laughs> as, as the teacher's telling you what foods are good for your brain in your health class and then you go to lunch and they give you pizza and pointing fries. at all kinds of vegetables I had never seen <laughs> they pointing that shit on the wall look at it I ain't what's that never seen it <laughs> try to make a good decision after eat they call it a food coma and it's like wh- why is that happening you've had like I know for a fact I've eaten like I'll go to a Shake Shack and do some stupid shit and get two sandwiches, bro. I'll get two burgers and eat that shit. And then no weed is in my system. No nothing is in my system. However, I don't, I, I don't feel like operating my vehicle right now. Mm. It feels like a challenge. Why? The amount of salt and fat and the shit my body got to go through to try to handle... They, they, these, the fucking they, yeah, everybody, they, it's a, it, aware of what food and nutrition and its uses in different parts of the brain and all of this shit. Like, you cannot have a kid learn about Mesopotamian history off of Twix. <laughs> it's not gonna use. fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna remember any of that shit. It sucks, man. It's, but. And food deserts are stupid. It doesn't, Food deserts are a human design because food grows wherever food is capable of growing. 
So as long as humans aren't settling on unsettable land, you know the fuck. I don't know if that's a word, but yeah, you can grow shit there. So anytime there's a food desert, it was purposely, purposefully configured that way. It was city design. They laid it out where that there is no food of substance because what they would put there is convenience stores. And then they put the word convenience in it. Bake the word convenience into the American mind. You constantly searching for convenience. Convenience is why people are in the hospital because it's way easier to every think about convenience in any fine, any fucking way it will contribute to something that if you do it long enough, it will give you some type of disease. They have yeah. the fucking the the way you mow your lawn with that sit down mowing shit versus the old school way where you stand up and push it. But if a person is standing up and pushing their lawn mowing shit, they're also getting the things that a human body would need to sustain itself from pushing, from doing activity, from being in the sun, from all of that shit, breathing in the grass as you cut it. The reason you could fucking smell it, all of that. Mm. All of that is convenient. We're helping you. Convenience. Now you're put on this stupid machine that you got to gas up so you smell gas. It, it's a bit, you fucked the whole thing of cutting grass. It's fucked up now. You fucked it up. You spent $600 and you ruined it. Garbage. Short-term convenience. Garbage. Long-term growth. Just get the fucking old school shit, push it around, and you have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> the point about food deserts and like convenient the convenience stores, man. I mean, you go into a Seven Eleven and what? Hot dogs with mystery meat on a on those Come coils. Come on, son. Like uh, the pretzels and fake cheese. Come the That's fuck lunch. On. What? Yeah. Come the fuck on. Shit yeah. that be there forty seven years, and <laughs> it 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 can't grow mold if it wanted to. This shit. <laughs> it looked like a picture. We out here chewing megabytes, nigga. It's not even food. We chewing JPEGs. It's not even... It's not even food. Oh, man. We biting JPEGs, baby. This shit, what the fuck it is? Man, I mean, and and it's brilliant in in that it's designed. Do you think it's... um, Do you think it's nefarious now or do you think it's just so baked in the system that we don't know any better? First thing I'm going to ask you is what the fuck nefarious means. Like intentionally, <laughs> intentionally harmful. Hell yeah, I felt that. I felt that. Yeah, yes. Because when you ask why, is that's the end of it. If ask a person, why isn't there food here? Why was it designed this way? Profit. There's no way to be. There's if you you're no matter who you are, you do not need school. Nothing. If you just sit and think. Why would you not have food next to humans where food can be? Yeah. Just sit with that question. The only answer it has to, it, the only time you can start to come up with useful and logical answers is when you tap into the dark side of you, the evil side of you. You got to tap into maybe they don't want people to eat. Maybe they, because what's the logistic, what's the logical reason? To not have food where food can be for humans where they are. It's not like humans don't live here. It's not like a, a highway where we just drive past the shit. Mm. It makes perfect sense to have a little convenience store and a little how you know get your guys little chips, boop, boop, keep going. 
But it'd be a whole town with 12-year-olds living there and 73-year-olds living there. Why ain't no food over there? Hmm. You got a school. You got you got a fucking Models. They could go buy sneakers, but not lettuce, nigga. Why the fuck ain't no food? <laughs> it's just dumb. There's no other... How? There's no way around it once you think. Yeah. Do you think a lot of it has to do with the, with the system? Um, you know, so you got these new generations that are now in charge of things. Uh, it's easier to keep things the way they are. So now it's almost like, uh, you know, a, a, a willful ignorance. Like Definitely. A lot, a lot of things are 100% willful ignorance because it goes right back to the whole thing of there's nothing new under the sun. So if there's nothing new, if the information that works is the information that works, like when I was trying to lose, I remember I was like 240 something pounds, right? I looked like a fucking, like a linebacker. I looked like a bodyguard, like a, like a bouncer or some shit. Just look husky. Put me in black. You're going to give me an ID. That, that's how I look. Give me your ID is what I look like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I look like, give me your ID. That's what the weight would say when I got on the scale. Hey, man, you got to go. Give me your ID. <laughs> yeah. I got that big. So I'm trying to lose weight. But then I, I came across the moment I'm thinking, I'm like, I keep looking at all these YouTube videos and I'm downloading books and I'm buying books and I'm watching this and watching that. What the fuck is the difference in information? How did Arnold Schwarzenegger get in shape? Not even Arnold. How did a regular dude who was healthy, you see a regular picture, it'd be a regular picture of some movie or some shit, and you see a healthy looking man in 1960 some shit. What was he doing in eating? That's the same human body. It's not like there's a new edition of human body. We have the same materials. Why the fuck is it supposed to be complicated today? If all I needed was a walk in 1940, then guess what the fuck I'm going to need today? A walk. There's no, this shit not complicated. Yeah. It's a force to make it complicated. Yeah, we've, we've overcomplicated to the point where it's unrecognizable. Like, it's simple. It's so simple. It's so fucking simple. I, was, I just started realizing, like, wait a minute. If that dude was in shape back then, he didn't have the fucking crack G347 supplement. He didn't take that shit. It didn't exist yet. He didn't take the big beer 5,000 creatine 1 million max. He had a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. These motherfuckers was diesel. How? <laughs> yeah. It's like I just had to like stop making shit complicated for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then that's the, I mean that's a that's a message for everybody. It's like it's not that complicated, man. Just keep creating shit that helps other people uh, either uh, be be better, do better, yeah. and that's it, man. That's it. Let's talk about your bit. Um, let's, let's dive into the, uh, the, the first part of this. Cause I, I want to get into the, the kind of the double standard, um, of the right. capital riots, but let's start with the, cause since we're just talking about nutrition right now, let's start with the, uh, the food desert bit. Yeah. That was a rooftop show in Brooklyn. Uh, you know, the Capitol Hill shit just happened, whatever new president shit. And 
like really the bit came from because when when Biden won, people was in the streets like the white people. It was, it was so fucking funny. Mm. The way I seen. We did it! Just, yeah, Rebecca. Like, like, white girls was in the street celebrating. Like, ding dong, the witch is dead, all that shit. I've never said that in my life. Celebrating. <laughs> and I'm right here where I'm at, and I'm like, hmm. I, 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 I want kale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck who the president is. Give me edible vegetables, nigga. I don't give a fuck who. I don't care if it's Biden or if it's Trump. I want to know why the fuck my orange brown. <laughs> I shouldn't have a brown orange. Oranges are supposed to be orange. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I care about. So that's where the joke came from. It's like, I don't... Yeah, all of this, this is not even real. I don't give a fuck who's president. Fix my food, stupid. Well, <laughs> give a damn yeah. who's giving these stupid-ass speeches that don't affect me. Yeah, my food affect me. That's what I like about the bit, is you break it down to, to the simple, uh, you know, it, it's not that complicated. Because you know what I often think about, bro? It's like, the reason we doing all of this shit is because of where we at right now with technology and time and society. We over here talking our microphones with our thousand dollar laptops. I'm smoking weed out of a fucking $500 thing. <laughs> all, all of this shit is just because of the time and space where we at at the moment. But if we strip all of this shit down and we just go, you know, where, where humans are, just human, what's up now? Yeah, that's what, what. What's up now? You still racist when you don't got your AR-15? Yeah, <laughs> you still believe that you, you still believe all the shit you believe when you don't got that AR. What's mm. up now? I all of, all of the suits is off and the threads is off. We the we the things we was born to be. What's up now? I love that so much. <laughs> what you just said, man. Just shit. Man, I don't know. That's that's how. I, that's what I like think about. Where it's like, let let me act like I know, because all of this shit is just some stuff. You know what I mean? That's how the whole thing. You die. You can't take it with you. Yeah. <laughs> so that you know, we all know this is just some shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So let's act like we got some sense, type of thing. So I'm like. I'm gonna try to care about the things that I that make sense to care about. I'm gonna try to do my best in paying attention to those things. Let's see how uh, let's see how you did it in this bit. Uh, so I couldn't get back to where I had it. <laughs> <laughs> that was mad funny. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> I was not, uh, so my kids. <laughs> that was funny. I voted for Biden, but did I care when he won? No. no I didn't know. I come from Southside Jamaica, Queens, nigga. The only shit that update when presidents change is police gear. That, that's the only. I don't give a fuck. 
what president is in office? I want groceries. <laughs> I still want don't got no fucking groceries. You know how far I gotta drive for arugula? <laughs> it is ridiculous. There's about 12 miles between me and some arugula. And that's, that's, in, that's the real goddamn problem here. <laughs> Why the fuck I can't get quinoa? What y'all know? <laughs> That I don't know. <laughs> Under this sweater, I look like a fucking superhero. But it took a long time to get there. My neighborhood don't sell shit my body needs to survive. All the vegetables inside my supermarket can be found on a Big Mac. If you cannot find it inside McDonald's, you will not find it inside my fucking supermarket. It's like these niggas did a study. Like 1700s or some shit, 1600s America. They got five black people together. Started feeding these niggas kale and all kind of organic greens and shit. And these niggas started levitating and shit. They was like, uh-uh, shut it down! No, 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 no! No, stop! Stop! Bill, he's fucking glowing! Iceberg lettuce for the rest of their goddamn days! Not another fucking fucking What do they know? Why? I cannot get vitamin K. What y'all know? It's weird, bro. I, cops be pulling me. Cops, it's a hilarious relationship between me and the police. Uh, they pull me over and be nervous. That's the most... Uh, this is a funny one for me. Peculiar. Oh, I love that word. They be so nervous when they pull me over. And I don't get it. Voice be trembling and shit. There's a little bit of haste. Can, can you open, open? Why are you stuttering? You have a weapon. You got backup. I don't know nobody out here. <laughs> and be nervous. It's like, oh. You think I'm one of them organic niggas, don't you? I'm gonna check my glove compartment for kale or something. <laughs> He's not looking for guns. He's looking for organic greens. This is a fucking spinach Popeye nigga. No! <laughs> Mm -mm. It's odd. They know something, man. You can't fly with certain fucking fruits and veggies. That's an odd thing. The amount of cocaine I could get, but I can't get dragon fruit. <laughs> Why the fuck y'all want me hyped up with cocaine, but I can't get vitamin C? Yeah, I mean, it, it's simply broken down into, you know, what you were just talking about right before that clip. Damn. And... It's funny because it's like, oh shit, it it do be like that. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> yeah, like it's funny when I, I think about the whole cocaine thing. A, a couple times, every once in a while, a little bit of the news will slip up and tell and like snitch. <laughs> Seven tons of coke was found on a on a ship. Who owned the ship? Wells Fargo, Chase Bank. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, and then and then the news just disappear about it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that shit is so funny because you think about the crack era and drugs, but bro, where the fuck where we get this shit from? I never had, I never been to Colombia. Cops running down through the projects and all of this shit. Everybody loved the wire. Did the people who love The Wire understand why the fuck they watch The Wire? Learn the lesson that the fucking thing is trying to teach you. 
Niggas did not come up with it. The cocaine did not come from us. It was given and distributed by the same people who arrested them. How the fuck Tayshawn, homeboy, got $30 in his pocket, never seen a passport a day in his life? How and when did he find time to fly to Colombia? <laughs> <laughs> To meet the Medellin and get some cocaine and bring it back up. Yeah. What the fuck? Right. It don't even make sense when you try to make it make sense. No. And and just breaking it down to the brass tacks, like you can't fly with certain fruits and vegetables, but you're getting us hyped on coke. Bro, you legitimately try to leave certain Caribbean countries with like a mango, some types of ginger or some shit. You get ran down on like you got packs of that shit on you and it's fruit. How come? <laughs> yeah. Even down to the fucking stickers that they put on this shit. They got businesses that own it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's so silly to me. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, distribute <laughs> back at the war on drugs, man. Put, uh, distributing all the this war stuff. War on drugs. War on drugs. Uh, distributing all that shit in these neighborhoods. Like, imagine if instead they were distributing uh, and opening up like health food stands and, and mm-hmm. you know, books and shit. Like, and, and it's and funny a because what's why what's going on is going on. It's funny because they had. All right. Distribution of these narcotics. But look at the, the ones that they decide to distribute. They have access. Ain't nothing new under the sun. So if they had access to all of the available things that can alter a person's state of mind, psychoactivity, as many drugs or plants or entheogens or whatever the fuck that you can use that a human interacts with and become mind altered. But yet they chose cocaine or, you know, like things that can, you can do for a while. And like, cause there's some drugs you could do it and die in three minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like when there's some that you can, you can string a person along with. And then there's some that if you do it, it can almost, it can change your mind in a different way to realize you don't need to be doing something or all kinds of different experiences. So the fact that the ones that did get chose or were chosen, got chosen, it was chosen on purpose. Yeah, slowly, slowly breaking down. Look at they attacked the LSD thing. They attacked that. They wouldn't let that get circulate throughout America. How? Why the fuck is it easy to get coke then? If if if, if both things are bad, Schedule One drugs and all of these things, how the fuck is it too easy to get this one? But I can't get this one. But when you find out what the drug does to a person and how it registers in a human's body and mind you find out why it's difficult to get one and then the other. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get crack because crack will fuck you up. So it's extremely easy to get because everybody got to get fucked up. But maybe a little LSD might have you thinking right. Might make you fuck around and drink some water. Might make you say good morning to a, per- a person. You might yeah, say good yeah. morning. God forbid. You might see a human and say good morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that just going around America, bro. <laughs> Hey, what yeah, if I remember things differently. Yeah. Go, you're going to jail now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how dare you think better. different? 
I remember being in high school uh, in, in our English class. We read this story about uh, about this girl who got high on LSD and then ruined her life. Uh-huh. <laughs> she kept trying to get LSD fixes and like, you know, <laughs> like became like a whore for LSD. And like, I wish they would <laughs> also tell kids about the girl or the dude who who ate so much chips that they ruined their life. Because you can, there's a there's an amount of chips you can eat that will send your ass to the ER. Yeah. Yeah. You are you are stuck in your recliner thinking, thank God I never started LSD. Exactly. You, you think back. you smart. <laughs> you think you fucking smart sucking down them fat ass bag of nachos. Mm. <laughs> you about to you about to see some shit. <laughs> I dared to stay off drugs. Yep, <laughs> good dear, jackass. They got you in game. They got you in game, yo. <laughs> it's it's the plot twist that is right there. It's right in front of everybody's face, right under everyone's nose. Yeah, telling you what's wrong is wrong, what's right is right, blah 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 blah. Look at me, I know. How how do you know? <laughs> it's your first time here, jackass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's everybody's first time here. You don't know shit. Shut up. Yeah, dude. Anybody who insists they have all the answers, that's an instant red flag. Fuck you. You don't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's your first time here. I have a I alone can save you. All right. And now immediately I know that you are not to be trusted. The most you can save is me some money on my car insurance, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you not nothing else. You do not have the answers to anything else. Yeah, there's still <laughs> there's still no vegetables in my store. You're you're not <laughs> Um, so you you chose arugula as as like mm-hmm. do you do you ever alter uh, the the vegetables like the foods that you choose like you, you it, yeah so law. like yeah it could because even when I remember that set and now that you, when I when I heard it back it this it, it could it will change you know it's because those are parts that aren't important. It's kind of like when it's like a, if you look at a, a person, if a person loses a finger, it's okay to not deem that person as you're not done with that person. That person can still go on to do so much shit. The person loses an arm, loses an, a leg, lost their hearing, lost sight. The, 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 the totality, the entirety of the person, though, is still intact to, to have value. So same thing, even joke wise, where it's like me saying quinoa, kale, arugula, uh, Brussels sprouts, uh, alfalfa, any expensive bullshit, whatever food, superfood is is negligible. It doesn't even matter because the the shit that matters is why the fuck this shit is not in my store. That's all that matter. Put the shit. In my store. I don't care if I can't pronounce it. Put it in my fucking store. So the core of the message is the same. Um, That's it. Do do you ever find like success using uh, different words? Because I know like in some cases, Um, okay, can can like generate more of like the like the hard K thing. Yeah, that's like like technicals. Okay. Um, I feel like if I was to say like, there's like a. It's like a feeling thing a lot of times because I know the jokes that I do write and like I feel like in jokes that I pick, like if I have something coming up and I, I want to do I want to do good or they ask me, you know, the headline, I, there's 
is me choosing material of something that I want to say. And then once I come from, this is something that I want to say, like I've, I've, I feel it. Like I, like I, I get animated. I don't stand still when I perform. And it's literally because nine times out of 10, I can't. I'm gonna like emote somehow or move or because I, I really do start to feel what I'm saying. Like I, I'll get angry about this. I could, I could, that's the other thing that's happening too, where it's like, whatever, whatever I'm saying, I can, I'm living both emotions of it. So if it's a joke that is based on something that is fun and jovial and happy, even though I'm telling a joke and I'm in the moment of telling a joke and doing the job, I'm also feeling that thing again. Like I feel happy about it. And I'm really, my smile isn't because I'm like, smile now. Like I'm having a fucking good time. And then the other thing of if the joke is born out of frustration, strife or anything, like I feel it again and it will come across. So like even with this selection of words, I'll, I'm cert, like I'm thinking about as I'm performing, I'm like looking, I'm in my head looking for a word to fit in sometime as I'm going. But like kale, alfalfa, something where it's like I need them to understand that this is not a a commonality fruit or vegetable which is why like the McDonald's thing McDonald's uses the, there's there's fruits and veggies that are common to the American mind you know what I mean like you ex, you accept seeing them and hearing them all the time it's, it's fine you, you're used to seeing tomatoes and all of this but if you start saying like Okra, that's a little bit different. So now it puts a different thought and picture and people and all of that into your mind. But okra wouldn't work in that joke because I'm in America. And the reason why that area don't have food is because of American reasons and things like that going on and our culture and shit going on here. Many black Americans and white people do not eat okra. They don't even know what the fuck it is. So because of that, I can't use okra. That's a very Caribbean thing. That's an African thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not relative. So in order to get the, the idea across, that's why the most, the, 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 the biggest thing is like, I need you to feel what I'm feeling. Do you, do you understand what I'm feeling when I'm saying this. And that's really it. The other stuff can come and change because it, those are things that are there only to help you, the viewer, get why I'm saying this. It's a tool to get you to see, like, okay, yeah, alfalfa is, is I, I've had difficulty finding alfalfa before. It, and even saying alfalfa, it's a stupid fucking word. Mm -hmm. Then you have kale. Kale, everybody of a certain age group in America on the Western Hemisphere remember the time when it was pushed to us that kale is something to look at. So then you have that frame of reference. So it's just dealing with the available minds and then what those minds have reference to. 
to get the joke across or the thought across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, if if you're not if a joke isn't working, it's because of the picture that you're putting in somebody's head, with the word choice, with the emotion that you're you're saying. The emotion, um, the picture you're putting in their head, the picture that you have in yours. Um, do you even actually believe anything you're saying? Do you care about anything you're saying? Do, are you saying things on purpose? Are you happening to words or words happening to you? Are you using words or words using you? All kind of shit like that can go into like, why does why does it feel weird? Like I've had times when I perform and I do this all the time now because like if I'm having a bad set, I don't I don't just act like I'm not. I'm there with y'all. So I'll be like, yo, what the fuck going on right now, son? Why? <laughs> I just talk like, yeah, all right. So that thing I said, right? Remember when I said that shit? I was thinking it was going to go like this. And then I just start, I, I, I'm there with you. And then I, I have it open like, yo, we people, right? So we people, let's discuss it. Why the fuck was that not funny, son? Like, I know why. The reason I came up here is because I want to talk to y'all. I want to vibe with y'all. I want to, and I love to laugh. So that's my goal. So we all understand my goal. And right here at minute 26, uh, minute 26, second 33, it didn't work. 26 minutes and 33 seconds in, that thing I said did not hit. I could act like I could just keep on trucking or I could be like, yo, what the fuck happened right here? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I found that for me, I enjoy doing that and I get stuff from it mm-hmm. of just being like, let's talk about that shit right now. Cause it happened to both of us. I said that shit thinking that it was going to be funny. You heard me saying that shit thinking that it was going to be funny. And then it surprised the two of us. <laughs> it, it sent both of us for a loop-de-loop. So let's find out why our feelings got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, we got to explore uh, why something isn't funny um, or it doesn't connect just as, as much as we got to explore like why it did connect and why it was funny. Mm-hmm. Audiences appreciate that stuff too. They're like... They go from not like, well, you know, if it's like in the middle of a long set and they already like, like all your other shit, then that's one thing. But if you're like at an open mic or something and just like someone's bombing, it's like the audience sometimes just doesn't like that person at some point, like generally like, and you got, it's good to like, be like, Hey, like be real with them instead of, um, instead of just be fake again. Cause then they didn't Mm -hmm. appreciate you to keep the fakeness up. Like just be like, Hey, you know, and address so much shit happening when because it's like I, I started at 18 and I'm, now I'm looking back at it it's funny because I'm 18 years old giving my my thoughts to these 40 year olds and 30 year old people and you know these minds ultimately is these developed minds with more references than me and all of these things like that but it's like what I'm trying to convey is how I'm feeling about something and we all people. So it goes right back to the thing of if we take all of this shit away and we just hear what's up, you know what I mean? like, 
the type of sh- the way I'm talking when I podcast, when I'm on stage, whatever the fuck, I do it from the sense of like, if you was in my car, it would feel like this. If you was in my room and we was chilling, it would feel like this. If you around me, this is how I get. This is how I do it. This is how I get down. This is what the experience of being around uh, Andre would be like. Because this is just how I'm trying to operate. So I I try to keep that in mind as much as possible. Where it's like whether I have this thing that I have or not, we still people. Like I'm not gonna be. On some bullshit where I'm like, yo, you gotta go to the bank, you gotta go to the doctor, you gotta, you gotta, you know, run an errand for your mom or your dad. You got, you're gonna have a weird family thing. You gotta drive. Your, your stomach gonna hurt. You know, you're gonna hurt your foot. You're gonna feel like not working out one day. You're gonna have a lot of energy one day. One night you can't fall asleep. Something scared you once. You a fucking person, right? So that's why I try to operate with where it's like, I'm going to just be a person. Y'all know what human beings are. I'm going to just be a whole human being and do my best at it. I'll be fucking up sometimes. <laughs> I'll be saying stupid shit sometimes. I got to say my bad, my fault. Sorry. Yeah. But what the fuck? I don't know what, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> Sorry, I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the information. I don't. My bad. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you understand, like I'm not. I'm not starting this with. I want to cause you some motherfucking. Rrr. I'm not coming from there. And that's really it. Mm-hmm. There's no. There's no room. For I'm that not. Anymore. There's nobody in my mind that I'm coming after. You feel me? So I operate like that. I don't have. I don't have beef with nobody. I can't think of a. I, I can't close my eyes and find a person to be like I'm mad at that. There's there's nobody. I don't got no. I don't got smoke for nobody, and I don't want smoke from nobody. I'm trying to chill and laugh, and that's really it. That's how I try to do my material. That's a that's a good place to do it from. Mm-hmm. Intent is everything, and if, as long as you're true to that, man, people people connect with that. That's how you. Yeah, like I try to make a point to like look at people when I perform. And make it be understood that, yo, I am talking to you and I know that you can hear me and I know that you're saying shit back to me in your head. Mm, Yeah. And the only reason that you're not saying it to me is because of our agreement under this art form that we have. We entered a building that has an agreement. I'm going to have a microphone. So we agree that it means that I'm going to be the one speaking or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that your thoughts aren't happening, that your thoughts don't mean shit, that, that we're not having a conversation. We drop the microphone. We still got to talk. I still got to look this man or this woman in the eye and say something and be able to stand on, you know what I'm saying? I still got to do that shit off the stage. People be stage tough too. A lot of, a lot of comics be stage tough. They on the stage, they want to say all kind of shit they would never say in no other circumstance because the stage gives a, a, an agreement. So they under that agreement, they feel more obligated. They have 
more audacity. But if we take all of this shit away, bro, what's up? <laughs> that never goes away. We all gotta look at the real shit. We gonna you gonna you bleed. You will bleed if somebody if I hit you really hard in your fucking mouth. You're going to feel pain. If you hit me with all your might in my fucking mouth, I'm going to feel pain. That's what, that's what this shit is. So let's, let's both act like it. Mm-hmm. So I don't go up there on no shit like, fuck y'all, I'm better than y'all, or whatever. Like, yo, I'm trying. I'm up here trying. Mm-hmm. When I perform, I'm trying. It's effort. I'm not too cool for school. I am giving it my best. <laughs> I'm trying up there, buddy. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Yeah, and that's, you know, you're trying to be too cool for school. You break that connection with the audience because you're not being real. You're not being authentic. Um, and, and you're making it more complicated than it has to be. Just be you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That makes jokes harder when you're not yourself. Right. When you're yourself, it just comes out naturally. So it's you're, you're easier on yourself if you just be yourself. Sucks. Right. You ever tell a joke and and it gets a laugh, but it's not true to you, and you feel like less of a person because of it? Shit, bombs. The only time, the one bomb in my brain that I that I can play back, like I can teleport back to that bomb anytime I feel like understanding what to do to bomb again. (laughs) That's one of those I can just go back to it, and the only reason that bomb happened is because I wasn't being myself. I had I downloaded other people's thoughts, and then I used the. I, it's it's your computer. You just you seen some new software. The shit said free, and you was like, "Fuck it, I'll try it. It's free." Boom, virus, nigga. Your whole shit shut down. <laughs> That's what happened. All these people around me saying bullshit, and then today I was like, "Should I listen to bullshit?" Yes, I should. Virus, bomb, done. That's a that's an interesting take on it. Um, yeah, I, we could talk about this topic for hours, but, uh, but, uh, if you were to, to just, uh, simplify it as far as somebody who's having a hard time finding the humor in, in this, uh, these systemic double standards, you know, what one person does one thing and it's fine. Another person does the same thing and it's not like, where's the humor arise in that? Um, how can somebody find the humor in that? I would say you can find the humor productively, in it, productively. Just by like understandings, you know, like with the whole, all right, police situation, police and and black people do not have a great history of getting along. If you do some understanding, you start to do some research, start to ask why, look into some things, you can find some explanations. And it's funny. Like to honestly, it's I can't stop myself from laughing right now because fucking slave patrol, like we gotta watch all these niggas. <laughs> and then you teleport how many years later? The the same clothing they using, it's the same badges they're using, it's the same stuff or whatever the hell. It's like, well, you you should have changed some of the fucking clothes at least. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Even in in Germany to this day, nobody on earth can rock a little stashy stash, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody can rock the little stashy stash. 
Right. What if you just like it? You got the stash face. No. Nobody's naming Adolf anymore. Fucking yeah. no. That stash shit is gone. Yeah, yeah. But yet, here you go with all of the same whatever the fuck, you know. So like, all right, how to find humor in things. I, look for understanding. Even because it, it relates to like regular situations where if you find out the reason why maybe your parent maybe act a certain way or like your sister or like your boss coming to work talking to you all fucking crazy. But then, you know, a perfect example. I right, so I'm 28 right now. And then I've had recent moments over the month or whatever that I like remembered what high school was like. So I'm thinking about certain teachers and shit. And then you think about an adult. You teleport yourself into their position and think about some days where you go into work dealing with being a human being, adult functioning in America or in whatever the fuck you at functioning with the day-to-day bullshit. And then you got to go talk to 40 hyper ass kids (laughs) It's like little shit like that where it's like, that's why she was angry. Mm-hmm. Her rent was due. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like little shit where you just start having some understandings of, yeah, the teacher was fucking feeling stress. And then you start to understand what stress can do to a person. It makes even, yeah, that's why I laugh at, like, I love chips. I love chips. I will eat. I can eat chips all fucking day. I love chips. Mad different chips. I lo- like to the point where I look chips up of different countries because th- they use different shit. I fucking love chips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I know England got different chips from Af- from 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 Nigeria. Nigeria chips is different from from fucking. Some place in Georgia. Georgia got different chips from China. China, every, chips. Something so <laughs> stupid and simple is fucking potatoes. But for some reason, Earth can't stop freestyling with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody freestyling with one potato, bro. It's one fucking ingredient in the whole Earth freestyling. I love chips. However, that will fucking kill you. But that's why it's funny. because i understand it you 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 fried this thing which changes things anytime you apply heat to anything it changes chemical structure so now you have that dealing with it then you can add modified versions of minerals where they add different there's different types of salt iodized salt fucking pink himalayan salt iris celtic sea salt all kind of different shit then you add that into it. Then the, the amount of salt you add will change flavor. Salt in conjunction with fat or sugar. Anytime something tastes bad, add salt, add fat, add sugar. It will taste good. That's, no matter what the fuck it is. Yeah. You add those three, it will change. But those three will take you up out of here. <laughs> yeah. Salt, fat, sugar, fucking mm, delicious. It will make you meet your great grand. Whoever the fuck it is, <laughs> it will send you up there on a one-way salty, sugary, fatty ass ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because I th- that same thing that I use to understand that also applies wherever the fuck else. And that shit make it funny to me. It's yeah. just like hilarious that 
I can meet Jesus because I ate too much Doritos. Nigga, like that's <laughs> mad funny. Why are you up here? Battle? Did you fight a lion? No, motherfucker. Cool ranch. <laughs> like that's it. That should be funny to me. Yeah, and and that is like putting it in that way is uh, figuratively adding salt, fat, and sugar to a topic that shouldn't be funny. Like dying <laughs> too soon. That's comedy, man. Is sure, the, yeah, I go with the it. ingredients I that like make it. it palatable to somebody who might not initially like it. I like it. And that's what we got an opportunity to do from the stage. So, if you could give uh, any advice to to a comic, I, I have a feeling I know what, what it's going to be. Um, yeah. But we're going to close out with this. But I don't know. Maybe you'll surprise me because I mean, you've been saying it the whole time. Is is you know, uh, keep it simple and and be honest. But if you could give a comic a, a, a advice, uh, so yeah, on a bit um, about like systemic, definitely um, uh, do what's real to you. You know what I'm saying? If that should make you laugh. Then yeah, rock with it. If you found something funny about fucking Windstar rats, then it's funny. If you was eating peanut butter one day and then you started dying laughing, that shit funny. If you was watching the news and you was fucking livid about what's going on in Baghdad and you understand the political strife of the country and then you set a line and then the people around you start laughing, that shit funny. This shit funny to you? Are you laughing with this by yourself? Are, does you enjoy? Do you enjoy this shit? Because you're trying to sell. You're trying to sell enjoyment. <laughs> this is a, they have comedy clubs that are called Ha Ha. <laughs> That's the funniest shit ever. I'm selling my place of business is an emotion. Straight yeah. up and down, so it's just like operate like that. Do do us, you know, what you feel right. I hate people that's tough because it's safe. Yeah. Don't ever be safe, tough. Don't be no safe gangster. Mm. Don't don't say a word in a in a on, on stage or on on a certain platform because you're on that platform or stage. If you know you're not going to say that shit and stand behind it wherever you at, then you don't want to do it. You lying to yourself. And because you lying to yourself, we all know it's going to come out. So don't don't be up there safe tough. Yeah. If you got a gay, if you got a gay joke and you believe in that shit, you better be able to say that joke to a gay person no microphone, no lights, no who, whatever the fuck. Say that shit to them and you can stand on your own and your stomach not twisting and bubbling up because you out of fear. Then you rock with it. You got a black joke and you can say it and stand on your two. Then you go with it. You got a joke about women and you can say it and stand on your two. Talk to a woman, look her in the eye and then still say this shit. Then you go with it. But if you can't do none of that, you lying to yourself, you lying to the people, you lying to you just lying. So this shit not gonna work. That's so important. Um, not not even if you're just a comic, but as a human being, you know, if you're talking about somebody uh, behind them and then they walk in the room and you stop, why are you even talking about them? And then you 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 just everybody can feel it. Oh yeah. Even if they're not aware of what they're feeling, they feel it. Oh yeah. 
And then it's then it becomes this thing of so the person is like doing the talking shit and everything, they change. The person they're talking shit about, they feel the it. Then they go, I don't know what it is, but I don't really fuck with that person. I don't really like them like that. Mm. Then the person who's doing the shit talking gets to reinforce the shit talking because they go, see, they don't fucking like me. <laughs> you the reason they don't like you. <laughs> it's your fault. You don't even like you. Fucker, stop it. <laughs> stop spreading that to everyone else. Yeah. Stop being like that. Yeah. It's a message we can all go home with. Um, Andre, I appreciate you taking the time to do Oh yeah, this is uh, fun to as fuck. This episode. Um, yeah. Where where can we find you on social media? Plug your stuff. This will probably come Man. out. I think June sometime, uh, early June, late May. Just yeah. type Andre D Thompson. Type uh, Slouch Theory. Go to AndreDThompson.com. I've seen people say, "How do you spell that?" See, right now I'm having the the battle of should I be myself or should I be the professional? Because the professional is like. Spell your name for people. But the myself feels like, how the fuck you can't spell Andre? <laughs> how you can't spell Andre D. Thompson? I don't got no, no, no saucy name that got to come with some extra shit. There ain't no accents on my shit. There's no squiggly letters. I don't got no culture on my name. My name, I got right. it from the queen. <laughs> How the fuck you can't spell that? And here's the funny thing. I'm doing all this shit talking. I misspelled my name on my SATs. I forgot the P in Thompson. This is a super long ass way of being. You said give me, you said give the way to people to hit you up. And look at all this fat mouth that I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, people. Y'all know how to find me now, I assume. Use whatever Google's. Ain't nobody using ass Jeeves no more. You remember yeah, that Bing. motherfucker? <laughs> hey, if you still got Bing ass Jeeves. <laughs> you still listen to music on your Zoom. <laughs> yeah, or your Napster. Do yeah. all that shit. <laughs> Do all that shit. And type Andre D. Thompson. Type Slouch Theory. AndreDThompson.com. It's all the same. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. Steve, you want to throw anything else in? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> Just got that to make sure. Nope, nope, that's it. Good for me. <laughs> that's it. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you uh, for, for joining us and improving that uh, every human being is imperfection personified and it's not that serious and we can simplify it down and prove that even if there is a systemic double standard, you can laugh at that. Special thanks to Gold Knox Studio. You can find Gold Knox Studio for all your podcasting needs at goldenoxstudio.com. Hit up Jeremy. He is fantastic to work with, professional. Uh, He makes podcasting easy. And uh, if if you've been kicking the tires on starting your own podcast, definitely give Gold Knox Studio a look. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.